Hello everyone and welcome to a bonus episode of the Cinema Recall Podcast. I'm your host, The Vern, and I'm recording this episode on my phone thanks to Anchor, because with Anchor, you can do wonderful things like record a podcast wherever you are and they'll distribute it everywhere. So I'm actually going to be releasing a full episode out for you tomorrow. I'm bringing back on with me guest Jeanette Miller-Mickenham, and both me and her are going to be talking about and performing a scene from Legally Blonde. Now, if you have a Patreon subscription, you can hear that episode now by going to patreon.com slash cinemaricalpod. Uh, for this episode, I'm going to be giving you my thoughts about the recent reboot, remake, sequel to Candyman. This is the new feature directed by Nia DaCosta and starring, and I'm going to do my best to pronounce themes, but I'll mess them up. I'm sure I will. So, Yaye Abdul-Martin II, Tiana Paris, Coleman Domingo, many others. There will be spoilers for both this new version as well as the one in 92. So, if you've never seen the movies and you want to watch them first before hearing this review, I understand. But if you don't care... That was a spoiler warning. We're going for it now. So, Nia DaCosta's Candyman is the best sequel of the franchise, especially when compared to Farewell to the Flesh in 95 and Day of the Dead in 99. It's the only one that actually feels more connected to the original one in 92 that I'm curious of why this wasn't part of the franchise and just given a sequel title. Did producer and writer Jordan Peele take notes from Universal with their reboot of Halloween? and just go with the whole direct sequel approach, you know, making a follow-up to a classic feature that ignores the rest of the franchise? Yeah, maybe so. So this new story involves an artist named Anthony, uh, played by Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, yes, that's my cat, and his girlfriend, Brianna, played by Tuna Paris, who, while at a dinner party with her brother and his boyfriend, Anthony tells them about the legend of Helen, who was this journalist who went crazy, while investigating the legend of a folklore of Candyman and started killing people. This was clever because in the first movie, Helen would always wake up covered in blood next to victims of Candyman and have no idea what happened. Anthony wants to make his new art piece all about the new gentrified Krabini Green where Candyman was first located and he wants to start investigating more into Helen and the legend of Candyman. This new movie, this new movie here is good. I love Nia Takasa's direction. She knows how to build suspense and tension. And the cinematography in certain scenes by John Gerlissian is quite straightened with uses of shadow and color. All the actors in this movie are good too. The main issues I have with this new version is the editing and the script. In this new version, we are jumping back and forth between Anthony's investigation into Helen and the Candyman, and the kills made by the Candyman himself, who in this version is different because in this version, he was a man who was killed by police unfairly, and in the 92 version, uh, Candyman was involved in an interracial relationship in the 1800s, which caused a really racist white mob to kill him. Uh, yes. 
Now, so right now with the 2020 version, it feels like I'm watching two different movies compared with the 92 version. In that movie, in the 92 version, we are seeing everything through one character's perspective. In this new version, we get it from multiple people that it feels muddled. Now, the original 92 was not a slasher. It was a gothic fable. Candyman's reason for killing was because the journalist Helen tried to disapprove of his assistance, and so now he has to shed innocent blood so that he can be immortal. And also, there's a, somewhat of a love story going on there too, because Helen reminds Candyman of his his love that he lost as well. And um, ah, it's also missing a strong presence that Tony Todd had in Candyman. The whole arc of Anthony becoming a new Candyman and then having revealed that there are more candy men and women out there just felt kind of weak. While I appreciate the movie shining light on racial injustice, having a team of candy people took away the whole mystery of that character. It's missing a strong presence like Tony Todd had in the original movie. I mean, just with his voice alone was just classic. And you're just missing that right there. I heard some people say that this was a spiritual sequel. And I don't b b agree with that. Um, yeah, like spiritual sequels for me is like Soldier is a spiritual sequel to Blade Runner. Casino is a spiritual sequel to Goodfellas. Same thing like Tommy Boy and Black Sheep, Heathers and Jawbreaker. The line goes on and on and on and on. Uh, so yeah, so there it is, folks. My thoughts on Candyman 2021. It's good. It's a well-done movie. And it's probably the best sequel. But I still think the original Candyman just had much more of iconic stature and presence. I'm not quite sure if this will. I do recommend seeing both, uh, but I have still the higher points brought to the 92 Candyman. Anyways, folks, that's it. That's my review, and I hope you enjoyed this uh, short little episode, and I will see you all very soon. All right, good night, everyone.